0: Hello. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to the Donkey Show, or yeah, the Donkey Podcast, whatever you want to call it, with your hosts, Alyssa and Jenna. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, so today we are going to be talking about what are we going to be talking about, bitch? Well, from the title, you could probably guess we're talking about sex. Yep. The window is open so people could hear us. Talking, yeah. Do we care? No. no. Um. Anyways, so <laughs> we are gonna be breaking this down into five different topics today. I told you we're gonna have a little bit more structure than the first podcast <laughs> that we did. Um, but yeah, so what are the uh, what
1: are the topics, bitch? Huh? So, um, first topic. Let's just get right into it. Um, funny sex stories or moments? Oh gosh. So.
0: I wanted to tell Jenna this so bad the other day, but I was like, I'm going to save it for the podcast because this shit is just so funny. <laughs> she had me waiting. So we're here now. Okay, wait, let's you go, all hear it You together. go first, you go first. Me? Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: So uh, let me think. So there was this one time with an ex of mine. It, it wasn't a recent ex, but I we were getting it freaky right okay. we were doing, we were doing the deed okay and you know we were switching positions like in the moment and i literally i i moved my leg so fast and i wasn't even thinking M- imagine my bare knee kneeing a guy in the balls ooh just bare balls ooh. and it literally stuck to my knee <laughs> No, you know, like it did yeah, that. Like, yeah. It, like, imagine peeling a ball. <laughs>
0: Ew. Oh my god. Ew. So, I'm just imagining the noise. You know the noise that it makes when it, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. We're getting too comfortable. So,
1: yeah. That okay. Was, yeah, I felt so bad. I immediately, like, stopped. Immediately? In- <laughs> Okay,
0: sorry. I stopped we, and we ain't like, holding back on this podcast. So if this is too much for you, or maybe <laughs> you know us personally, or you're, you know, a family member, maybe just don't listen. Yeah.
1: But I felt so bad, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And it completely ruined the moment. And we oh, just both that. started laughing. <laughs> At least he was like lighthearted about it. Oh my but gosh. I felt so bad. I was like, wait, why did I just knee him in the nutsack?
0: I wonder what words... Can you say, like, all words on on here? I mean, I I I don't don't know. (sighs) Okay, (laughs) on to mine. This actually... (laughs) I just... I couldn't stop thinking about it. I couldn't stop laughing about it every time, like, me and this person after... Okay, we all know dirty talk, okay? I am all... All for dirty talk. We love some dirty to walk in. I, I like it nasty, okay? I like... I like conversation... Not conversation, but I definitely like...
1: She likes to be degraded and praised. No,
0: actually, <laughs> I like pra- like praising. Yes. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure.
0: But like... <laughs> okay, so me and this person, you know, we were going at it. And... <laughs> I don't even know if I could say this. Like, I, I really don't know. Okay, anyway, so... You know, guys, when they're like, oh, like, your your pussy feels so good, like, that kind of stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so, he was, like, talking, and then he goes, my pussy feels so good. <laughs> 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 I literally, like, had to do a double take. I was like, w- uh, What? <laughs> Obviously, it was, like, a a word vomit moment. He didn't mean to actually say that. Just a thousand, thousand times. But he was, like, imagine, like, in that tone of voice, like, oh, yeah. Like, like a guy. (laughs) Like a guy saying that. My pussy. (laughs) My pussy. (laughs) (laughs) pussy. Anyways, that was, um. Did you guys laugh at I could not stop laughing. And, like, not to say, like, it (laughs) ruined the moment. But, like, how did he come back from that? How did you come back from that? (laughs) like obviously you know i'm into dirty talk but i'm not into guys who got pussy <laughs> he like realized what he said
1: huh no like, and oh. and we both just like could not couldn't stop laughing it, oh, it was well, just it was yeah. funny yeah but at at least, now <laughs> at least he has a sense of humor and you know was wasn't too embarrassed mhm anyways what's another funny oh
0: my god another one <laughs> one time i you know i was Doing my thing, and all of a sudden, I my stomach started gurgling, and I was like, "Fuck, I I need to fart so bad, like I literally don't know what to do. I cannot continue this. I know until this story I, until I fucking fart." <laughs> and um, it's a really good story, guys. By the way, <laughs> no, it's. I mean, we'll keep it short and simple. Anyway, so I was, uh, you know, like I said, doing my thing. And this person's like, am I not, like, are you not into this? Like, what's going on? And I was like, no, like, no, like, it, it's good. Like, it it feels good, okay? Just leave me alone. And I was like, maybe if I, like, switch positions or something, I don't know. Anyway, switching positions definitely made it worse. Definitely made, made the bubbles just bubble more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this person was like, you are just not into this. And I'm, like, trying my best to just, like, hold it in because like I don't know farting during sex is definitely like no matter how close you are like it definitely it's it's funny but like yeah we were not at that level yet to be farting during sex anyways (laughs) that's a level yeah so like queefing is one thing like I'm sure like everyone yeah I'm sure everyone knows (laughs) I'm sure everyone knows sound effects that queefing is like a normal thing it's funny it's whatever but like an yeah. actual fart where like that that, that is stanky. It can thank you know stanky. so this person was like you're not into this and i was like i am and they were like can you just be honest with me like what's going on and i was like to be honest i need to rip ass right now <laughs> i need to i need to fart and they were like why don't you just do it and i was like no i'm not farting and they were like just do it it's fine so then i literally <laughs> let out the biggest fart and like this is a, this is all in the span of like you know pretty quick like i can't hold my farts in that long cuz at that point they just like kind of just suck right back up inside your body and disappear you know what i yeah. mean so it wasn't just like a like a normal fart you this, can, are you going
1: to do the sound effect
0: i don't know i don't know if i can, i don't know do
1: it it was
0: <laughs> literally like Like I'm not even trying to like, like over exaggerate. Like it was huge, and this person, you know, stayed inside, and we kept going. Like it's not like it, like nothing happened. <laughs> no intervention after that. Oh, anyways. yeah. Next uh, embarrassing story for you, because
1: I ha- I have yeah. quite a few. I can keep going. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I'll I'm do gonna- I'll do one more. I feel like this is more common. Like a lot more people can relate to this one. Um. So it's not, like, groundbreaking, but I was with uh, this guy. And, you know, obviously, someone thing thing. And <clears throat> what I didn't know is that the room next to him was a family member. And the walls are thin. And I thought it was just us upstairs. No. His grandma. His grandma. <laughs> his grandma and his mom No, roommate, no, but it gets mom. it gets worse. His grandma bitch? It Wait, gets I don't think worse. you told I, don't me. I don't think I've told you. Oh my god. It gets worse though. Like obviously I know she hears it, okay? Mm-hmm. Like the walls were paper thin. And then his brother, little really? brother, comes in the room. Oh. We're under the covers, though. Oh my god. We're under the covers. So yeah. Then we stop because he hears like the door rattling. <laughs> and then I was, oh my God, my heart dropped. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and, and his brother walks in and he was like talking to his brother, whatever. Like yeah, yeah. normal conversation? Normal conversation. While he's inside? Yes. <laughs> While he's in, and I literally had to sit there with him inside of me oh. acting like nothing was happening. Oh my God. I was scrolling through my phone like it was <gasps> casual. Oh <my> God. <laughs> bitch i don't think you ever yeah. told me this story so i feel like people can relate to that in some sense like because i mean who hasn't been walked in on before oh i have yeah. multiple times yeah it, it's it happens awkward. it happens yeah but yeah <sighs> yeah well
0: i mean to sum up my next one this is just you know it's another probably very common one um his mom walked in oh his mother that birthed him. Walked in the door. And she literally just stared and was like, oh, was, I'm going to go. Were you like? Oh, yeah. Full on. Oh, full on. Oh, oh. And she's like, I'm going to go. And she did not return back for pretty much the whole day. I did not oh. see her. I felt so bad because she's probably just like traumatized seeing her son. Like, oh, my God, it was so bad. So embarrassing. I mean, we like talk like the next day. She's like. I don't really want to talk about what happened, but, like, I feel like I kind of, like, need to let it off my chest and be, like, you know, sorry for walking in. Whatever. Like, I'll knock or whatever. Aww. But we were just, like, you know, obviously. That's so awkward. But, uh, yeah, that was, <clears throat> that was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, enough of those embarrassing stories. <laughs> um, the next topic we're going to be talking about is intimacy and yeah like with relationships, the problems you might have and lessons that we've learned from it
1: and we're just gonna like disclaim also that oh yeah, so we're we are not like sex therapists or giving professional advice at all we are not claiming <clears throat> I have to clear my throat. <clears> throat we're not claiming to be professionals at all um so everything in this podcast like our entire podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes and yeah. just kind of sharing our experiences and what we've learned um so we're not trying to give professional advice or anything like that but you know if you if you resonate with our experiences then cool yeah so, intimacy <clears throat> so I think, personally, intimacy is very yeah, important. The, the question
0: of the day is, is sex a priority in a relationship?
1: Or a necessity, I should yeah. say. Should it be a priority? Me, personally, I do think some level of intimacy should be important in a relationship. It should be prioritized. Um, not saying sex is everything. It, Although, yeah, exactly, it's nice. Exactly. Sex is
0: nice. But it also depends on how you (coughs) define sex, too. Some people, some people define sex as foreplay or just, you know, not penetration. Because I definitely think there are, like, everyone is, um, what's the word? Everyone is accustomed to their
1: own liking and def... definition of sex and like there's different types of sex like oral sex or penetration or like you were saying yeah foreplay and stuff like that
0: so also to answer that question is sex a necessity in a relationship i think yes whatever your definition of sex is or intimacy whatever it is definitely a necessity for me at least i'm not saying it needs to be for everyone you know some people have different beliefs and like waiting until marriage and that kind of stuff um But I think there are so many other ways to be intimate. Not just physically. Um, There are ways to be... uh, There are ways. I sound like (laughs) a robot. There are ways to be intimate. Not just physically. In my opinion, too.
1: Yeah. For sure. Like emotional intimacy. Oh, yeah.
0: And... Because otherwise, like... Then you just got a friend. Like, I'm sorry. But, like... If you're not intimate with your partner. Or you don't feel attracted to them. Then it's important to communicate that. And... Address the problem, maybe spice things up, try new things. And like like I said, most importantly, just communicate
1: with your partner. Like Exactly. And like this ties into love languages. <coughs> and I know for me personally, one of my love languages, which I, I have multiple, um, I feel like I, everyone has a mixture of all of them. But one of the main ones is physical touch and for me, I think it's important to have a partner who respects that and is willing to, you know, give that to me. And obviously I would be giving them in their love language or whatever. I don't know how to communicate that, but you get what I'm trying to say. I I
0: totally got you. I, I definitely agree with that. Like I, I like physical touch. That is something that I think is important in my relationship. I've been in relationships where I have started to have intimacy issues with them or with me or just us together. Mm -hmm. And it can feel really like rejecting, like feeling like you want someone's affection and love and intimacy and they're just not reciprocating or even willing to like, you know, learn your love languages and do the things that make you happy and feel good. Because I feel like that's important to know each other and communicate and it just really comes mm-hmm. down to communication and if somebody's not willing to want to give you that then they're just not the one because when yeah. someone is really in love with you and loves you and cares about you as a person and as a partner they're gonna do anything <laughs> and everything to make you feel like special exactly. and good yeah and if they're not, then they got some problems they need to hash out with themselves, you know?
1: Right. And um, so, like, bouncing off what she said um, with, like, intimacy in a relationship, when you experience, <clears throat> like, dry spells, which is one of our topics, actually, we can dive deep into yes. a little bit later in the podcast. but Because we literally both have experienced
0: this and we we, we've come to each other and been like bitch like I don't know what's going on with me like is this a me problem or is it them
1: like what is going on and it really starts to affect your confidence at least for me it really affected my confidence and I started to not feel like sexy I just it really it really took a toll on my self-esteem because (laughs) I took it so personally
0: yeah and also confidence and (laughs) you know your self-esteem does have a big play With intimacy, too. If you aren't loving yourself, if you don't like your body, you're not going to want to show it off as much. You're not going to want to be as open and free like spirit in bed, if that makes sense. Because there's there's been a time where I was so insecure, like I didn't even want to completely get naked. Like, Mm,
1: yeah. And even
0: though it's this person that I've been dating and it's not their job to make me feel like, you know, to like boost up my self-esteem. But when you're with somebody, you want them you want it to be known that they find you beautiful and find you sexy and all these kinds of stuff. Yeah. And you know, yeah. So
1: back to the dry spell thing (laughs) that you were saying. Yeah. And, um, so another thing too, um, what I had to learn was like, you need to respect your partner's boundaries. Um, and, That's true. That's so true. Like some, some people, they, (laughs) they have work or they have school or they're just really exhausted from the day or stressed out, whatever the case might be. And they may, they might not want to be intimate or they are Mm -hmm. just not in the mood. They just don't want to. And, you know, like I, obviously I can't take that so personally to where I feel like, oh my gosh, like this, they don't want me and really get in my head about it and Mm -hmm. get down. When literally it just, all it takes is communication. Right. And if someone's like, hey, I am
0: really tired. I'm really stressed about work or school or family stuff, finances, whatever it is. You know, I used to take that kind of stuff really personal. Cause I'm like, yeah. oh, like a guy should always want to have sex. Like, I know that's a, sh- like a really shitty, like mindset. And obviously I've yeah. learned from it, but at the time I'm like, oh, guys are always like, they always want to have sex. Cause they're, they're, they're a guy, but it's like. <laughs> you can't have that mindset. They're obviously human, too. Like, they're not just... Yeah. Guys and girls both cannot be in the mood. Just as though... Just as much as, like... And you you wouldn't think, like, oh, guys have a lot of, you know, erectile, like... Like, testosterone problems or whatever. Oh, yeah. But it is actually really common. And guys don't really talk about it who are they going to talk to their their homies about it like hey bro do you do you have a ed like erectile (laughs) dysfunction like that's true they're not really going to talk about that i mean i am not a guy so i don't really understand that part but i obviously had guy friends and like heard situations from other people so if you're a guy listening which i don't know if many guys are listening to this but you're not alone
1: you yeah. can get through this. It's completely normal, too. Like, I've had guy friends in the past tell me, like, yeah, there was a moment in my life where just, like, I didn't really want to do anything. Even, like, hook up. Like, hookup culture. Which, be a part of it. Yeah. Which, which is another is,
0: topic. Is our next topic. Yeah. So... Um, to wrap up that topic, um, the lessons that I have learned from that, um, are definitely respecting my own boundaries and other people's boundaries. Like if I'm not in the mood, then I need to communicate that. Sometimes there doesn't have to be a reason. Doesn't, you don't have to be tired from work. You don't have to be exhausted. Sometimes you just aren't in the mood and like Mm -hmm. your hormones might be off. Like a lot of girls that take birth control, like- you know, that really can affect you if you're on different medications or whatever it is like there doesn't always have to be a reason and your partner should respect that. Obviously, if it's a consistent like ex- if it feels like more of an excuse, like if you feel like your partner's not being completely transparent with you and they're just like, oh, I'm not in the mood, I'm not in the mood every single night and you you don't have sex for what, months or weeks or whatever it is, then that can start to feel Really, like, you know, or do they just not want to have sex at all? Or is it just yeah. with me? Anyways, yeah. So, those are
1: my thoughts about intimacy and relationships. Yeah. And, like, lessons that I've learned, um, I've pretty much learned the same thing with, like, boundaries. Um, because I've been on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Where I, like, in the past, I was with guys who always wanted to have sex, like, all the yeah. time. And I just was exhausted and I was stressing about um, school and studying. I was in sports or whatever. I was just stressed all the time and I lived in a toxic situation. So sex was like the last thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really hard for me to get intimate and be in the mood and actually enjoy it. Um, but I would feel bad if I were to always say no and i was disrespecting my boundaries and letting them overstep it and oh, it wow. it really yeah. affected me um and i you know i started to resent them but i've also been on the other side my voice just cracked <laughs> <laughs> um i've also been on the other side where i i felt like i had to ask for sex yes oh and, my god and oh i was yes. like i just was craving being intimate with my partner and I felt like I wasn't getting it wasn't enough. like
0: it wasn't like coming naturally like right. you had to just ask
1: like, or like initiate yes. it way
0: more and there's nothing wrong with initiating things but when you feel like it's a constant like okay this person hasn't initiated anything with me and I feel like I'm literally having to ask and like
1: just like yeah just do do everything and like right and it's it's, it's not a good feeling cuz it like it did affect my confidence, and it made me feel like I wasn't desired or wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I exactly. really got in my head. But me that, too. like, that's why communication is important in a relationship because that could just be overthinking, and really, it could have just been maybe the person was stressed or they were just worrying about other things, kind of like how I went through.
0: So, yeah. but also sometimes in relationships you once you get past a certain stage in a relationship too, like we all know the honeymoon phase. We all know that the sex is way more frequent. It's better or whatever. Like the honeymoon stage is- like electrifying. Like it's new and- And then once the next stage comes, more arguing happens. The sex kind of decreases. Maybe it's, you're having too much sex and you're like, oof, we need to slow down. or It starts becoming more like neutralized, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Just- all everything it's not like you're on this like high like drug feeling like oh my gosh i'm so into this person everything's going great i'm sure a lot of you guys have experienced that that kind of experience or whatever mm-hmm. but um sometimes in relationships like that the sex and in intimacy can cloud your judgment with if that person is even compatible for you yes. cuz as soon as like I don't know what I was going to say, but I lost my train of thought. But, um, yeah, it can cloud your judgment with whether or not the, you should be with this person or if you're just thinking, like, wow, the sex is so good or his dick is so big. Like, you can... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a thing. And I'm sure guys feel that way, too. Like, damn, bro, like, she's so hot. Like, the sex is so amazing. She definitely know what she's doing. But, like, sex is really important, but it's also, like... You need to be weary with sex because girls, it's more emotional and guys, it's
1: not. It's like visual. Yeah. And it's not
0: as, you know. And that's why I think building like a foundation and connection is really important. Um, that's why I like I made a rule with myself. Um, I wasn't going to be like, okay, like we were saying earlier, sex can mean a lot of different things. Um, but as far as like yeah like penetration wise like if we're gonna get on that level i i wasn't gonna do that unless i was committed to someone or saw a future with them just because of how mixed up you can get with having sex with multiple people at once like it can be confusing so that's why i made that rule with myself obviously other stuff yeah but
1: Um, yeah I really like that rule. Um, I'm kind of the same because like right now I told myself I'm going to stay celibate while I heal um, and just get in tune with, you know, myself and discover more things about myself. Um, But, yeah, I think that's very important, too, especially in today's age, uh, like we were saying earlier with hookup culture. um, Yeah, because it's it's such a trend to have a sneaky link. Like, why? I mean. I I can understand.
0: I could see both sides because. Yeah. Like, when I'm single, I am single. But I, like I said, the whole rule that I made with myself, obviously, that's for me. Like, that's my own thing that I made with myself. I'm not saying everyone should do that or whatever. But I just felt like as soon as I started to be intimate in that way like obviously I would do other stuff it's not like I would completely just cut off any sexual intimacy um it's so different going over to someone's house versus inviting someone into your home and I feel like if you really think about that like it's deep like I feel like yeah I don't invite random people into my home I might go to someone else's house or someone else's, like, event or party. But, like, inviting someone into my own space and home is, is like, sacred to me. And not everyone's like that. So, yeah. That's no, just-
1: I, I totally agree because, to me, I think, um, like, I'm a spiritual person. Um, I'm a crystal bitch. You know, I love me some crystals. But, uh, yeah, so I think sex is very um, sacred, like Alyssa was saying. It's an exchange of energies between people and you're sharing a part of your body with someone else. And as a female, for me, in my experience, that really affects me. Um, I start to get emotionally kind of invested. And, you know, one of my love languages, as I said earlier, physical touch. So it's really hard for me to... Be a part of the hookup culture. Even though I have tried it. It's just not for me. Um, other people. I don't judge other people that do it. Like. Yeah. You do you. If it works for you. And you're happy.
0: Who fucking cares? You know? Literally. You just gotta worry about your own shit. Like. Yes. I could care less about. Anyone else's like belief. I mean. Not that I don't care. But like. I'm not gonna judge someone. I'm not gonna be yeah. like. Oh my god. Like. Obviously if someone is not being safe. Like. Like with their body and, like, you know, protection or whatever, then I might be like, oh, you should really look after your your body and, like, not mm-hmm. get pregnant if you're yeah. not wanting to have a kid. Those That's the only time that I would ever, like, be kind of like, oh, Like, use protection or be careful. Period. Period.
1: Um,
0: but what about um, body count? Do you, does body count matter to
1: you? Body count. So that is such a good question for me I like be real if you like 100% real okay personally I would not want to be with a guy who is community dick I don't (laughs) want to be with no man who slept around with 50 100 women I don't think that's my ideal partner Well, that's just your preference
0: you, Yeah. if you're with somebody and you know that information it's gonna eat at you and like it's gonna bother you some people literally don't care like some people yeah. could care less if someone has slept with
1: five or 500 people or whatever but anyways keep keep yeah. going sorry I cut you off no yeah but um and like I understand pe- some people have really high body counts because maybe they're sex workers or they're in the porn industry or whatever like that's or That's, they just never had a girlfriend or boyfriend. Yet. <laughs> I mean, whatever the case may be. But personally, me, I don't want to share my body, um, my temple, if you will, with someone who has been with so many people. Because I'm exchanging energies with you as well as all the people that you've shared your energy with. Yeah. Because energy is transferred. It is not created or destroyed. Hashtag deep. Oh, cool. Sure. <laughs> but... Uh, <coughs> yeah it, it does matter a little bit to me but then again if it's like like, like what's, like a what's range, high like, like a okay range. let's okay. give
0: numbers like what yeah, is okay. like so too high or
1: too low or i think if just you, right if you for me at this age and i'm trying to get with a guy whatever if your body count is over let's say 15 to 20 oh really i think i feel like okay let's say over 20 i feel like if it's over 20 and you're around my age
0: yeah personally
1: i don't think i would want to be with them long term in a relationship Hmm.
0: yeah everyone's got their own preference um so for me a body count it matters to an extent it's not gonna like change the way I view the person but it might change like you were saying um whether or not I want to see like whether or not I want to be with them long term or not because like if we're just if we are just you know hooking up or just dating not like in a committed like relationship seeing a future together then I don't think it's super important obviously if it's over for me over like a 100 is like that's
1: that's a lot well
0: yeah (laughs) but I mean When you are in your 20s and you're going out, you don't have a part, uh, you know, you're not in a relationship. I mean, one person a week Time like four, that's already four people in a month. Four four times 12. My math isn't good. What's four times 12? (laughs) I literally don't even Uh, know. 48. 48 people in a year. So that's already right there. That's a lot of people. But someone's okay there's like a whole body count is just such a weird topic because everyone has such different views these are just our views um personally i think like what you were saying 15 to 20 people is too much for you but for me i feel like that's a little bit normal around like for me like if my significant other slept with like 15 to 20 people i'd be like oh yeah that's kind of that it's normal but if it was like in the hundreds? Oh, that's just at that point it's yeah. like Man, yeah. you were just like a little bit desperado. Like, that's how I see it. And not that you and like it goes for girls and guys. I'm not just saying just guys, but like I mean, obviously I am straight. I like males, so I wouldn't have experience with girls in body count. Um but as far as guys Um yeah it's just people because you're not gonna be in a relationship with fifty different people. I mean some maybe, but i I strongly believe that you only truly deeply connect with less than ten people in your life like yeah, I don't like soulmates. I don't feel like being in a relationship with twenty people and being in love with twenty people like I don't know that just sounds like
1: yeah a lot because you're um monogamous right yeah, yeah like i'm I'm the same, I'm monogamous. Um, in which since we're talking about monogamy, I actually know people who are poly. Yeah. With polyamorous. I know. Me too. And it works for them. And I, I mean, I don't judge. I don't, you do you. I don't care whatever you do. Yeah. Everyone has different sexual yeah. desires. Like we were it talking don't about affect me, like some
0: people are into different stuff. And this, it, these are just our, yeah, our thoughts, nothing, nothing related to you like, should do this or you shouldn't do that. Like. If you want to have sex with 10 people in one night, have an orgy, <laughs> so be it. Like, do it. Like Whatever.
1: But If, it, if it's going to make you happy, do it. Yep. But yeah. Um,
0: and some people don't see, like when you define cheating, it's like, you know, going behind your partner's back and being dishonest. And either you're physically cheating or um, social media, texting, whatever it is. But then, if you're open about it and you see other people, then it's completely a different view.
1: That is such a good. I just burped.
0: (laughs) That's a whole different topic, Um, cheating. We will not get into that maybe for the next episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have experience with cheating or you have cheated or you've been cheated on, we will be talking about that all in another episode because we both have experiences. Yeah. With cheating, that's all we're gonna. Yep. That's all we're gonna leave it that at. <laughs> um, but
1: yeah, so talked about funny sex stories, intimacy and in relationships, problems, lessons that we've learned, um, dry spells, confidence, communication. Yes. Um, I kind of want to dive more deep into confidence, trying to rebuild that after feeling undesired yes yes it's for me it it actually took me a lot of inner work it really affected me like uh
0: like it really did and obviously before I was already dealing with some personal problems that were going on in my life but when that started to happen I took it really fucking personal I really it affected my confidence it affected my sex drive I did not have a sex drive for months Like it was just gone. I had no desire to have sex. I had no, no desire to be touched or anything. Like I literally just. I tried to even like, I tried to even like masturbate or like do my thing, and I just I couldn't. I was just like I don't even. This isn't even. Doesn't even feel good at all. Yeah. Anyways, that's my.
1: my Yeah, I've I've bitch. We literally have gone through like the same thing in Mm -hmm. our own lives, but for me. I really had to work on um, like shadow work, which that is a whole nother topic. Like there's so much that goes into that if you're into spiritual stuff like me. But for confidence and building it back up, I really had to take a step back and realize everything, like the bigger picture. And I had to understand that most of the time it's not me. It's not It's not supposed to be taken personally. And, you know, if you're just not compatible with someone, so be it, you know? And like, I, that's so true. Like people try so
0: hard to force relationships and force things to work because they're like, oh, like relationships involve so much forgiveness, which is true. But when you know that you're not compatible with somebody, when you know you don't see a future with somebody, when you know you're not sexually compatible with them because that can be a thing someone could be a great person a great friend but then sexually it's just not there and like we obviously know the feeling like our mind and body will let us know that what we're doing is not exactly what we where we should be if that makes sense like right you just know when you know and that's why like my past relationships and breakups like my family I'm like how do I know like when like the time is not right or when the time is right. And they're like, you'll just know you'll just know. And you'll make the decisions and guess what? That's it's happened. Maybe not in the most beautiful, uh, nice way, but <laughs> it happened and you learn from
1: it and you grow. Exactly. And I just want to give some um like things that worked for me. Um I, completely like I've already said I you know told myself I was going to be celibate I wasn't going to share the intimate parts of myself with someone else unless I was fully healed and I didn't even want to try dating or anything because my confidence was at an all-time low and that just would be selfish of me if I were to try to do anything with someone else and use them as like a to fill the void that i was feeling in myself
0: oh my gosh that's so true really quick with the hookup culture i feel like hookup culture is really selfish it you don't really care about the person you don't know them enough to care you're literally just using it for selfish reasons which that's obviously we're done with the topic but i just wanted to like throw that in there because you were bringing up that you felt like it was selfish and It is true. Sex can be a really selfish thing. That's why communication and like caring about someone is it's important to me. And that's why relationships, it's important for me because I've, I've hooked up with people and obviously in the moment it feels good and it's whatever. But like, I think it feels way better when someone actually cares about you and wants to like make you feel good.
1: Right. Emotionally and physically, whatever, you know. Yeah. Hookups are just not for me. Like it's. Like, for me, I just felt really empty. Like, yes, it was fun while it was happening. And, you know, obviously, it's sex. Sex is great. But towards the end, I just, like, got that... (laughs) Like, how guys get post-nut clarity. But me, I kind of got the same thing, like, a little bit later. I just...
0: Post-clit clarity. Yeah. (laughs) Post-clit
1: clarity. But I just was like, wow, what, what am I doing? Like, what... How does this serve me in a positive manner? Because, yeah, the sex is great, but it's temporary. What the is it feeling, adding to your life? Exactly. It's temporary. And, you know, it's the same thing as, like, everyone has their own vice. Like, whether it be drugs, alcohol, television, got to escape sex. somehow. It can be sex, too. and Sex can be an addiction, for sure. It totally can. Um, but, yeah. So, let's kind of close off. Yeah. Um, uh, communication. Like, we already talked about that a lot today, but I think it's very important to communicate with your partner or partners um, how you're feeling and Even your boundaries. just, like, in
0: general, too. Yeah. Like,
1: as a person, it'll,
0: it'll help your character be able to communicate with everyone. Like, I mean, you don't got to be telling random people your shit, but I'm saying, like, people close to you, communicate everything. Like, exactly. And it's easier said than done. Um, I mean, I have communication problems. I yeah. will admit I'm working on it. And it's Same. it's still a work in progress because, you know, opening up and communicating. It's and vulnerable. Also, like, I feel like I can't always get the words right. Like, mm-hmm. I can say them in my head, like, before I have a conversation with somebody. And then it just comes out completely different. And then it changes the whole path of, like, the topic. And then I'm like, shit, like— I can't even speak properly. I mean, it's just a work in progress and really like not letting your emotions get in the way of like what you're saying too, because sometimes I respond with anger or sadness or, or like vulnerability when I need to just take a second and breathe and just think about
1: things. Yes. Yeah. Think about it before you communicate. And Some people have different communication styles. Like me, personally, I like to communicate issues right then and there because that's how I was raised and that's just what I'm used to. And that's that's how I like to handle issues. I just want to communicate it then and there. But Mm -hmm. it's not always ideal because everyone everyone's human everyone has emotions if you're angry upset it's totally okay to feel those emotions and sometimes we say things that we don't really mean or we jumble our words Mm -hmm. so sometimes people need to take a few you know hours or days yeah and just step back relax and come back and readdress the topic
0: Mm -hmm. and but also communicate that be like hey i need a day to think about this or hey, like, I need some time to think about this. And, like, compromise. Compromise is a whole nother topic that we'll probably get into a different time. But compromise is very important in relationships. In relationships because yeah. you're not always going to see eye to eye. You're not always going to agree with your significant other. And coming to some sort of resolution and compromise is so important. And, like, when you feel not heard and it's just the other person's, their way or the highway— it's really frustrating but then when they're like hey how about this or we do this in some sort of where like on both ends can something can um like be met needs can be met in the middle yeah, so
1: exactly that's just my yeah. thing with
0: communication but yeah i think um i think we're gonna wrap this up um Obviously, me and Jenna could ramble about so many other things. (laughs) So if you haven't already, um, I I don't know what's on here. Subscribe, like follow,
1: listen. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So um, we, as of right now, we have agreed to post every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, We will be filming some of our podcasts as well. Um, our first introduction uh, episode is on YouTube. If you'd like to go over there and watch it, it will be on Alyssa's channel. Um, but in the future, when we have more podcasts and we film more, um, it will be on a separate YouTube channel, uh, the Donk Tea podcast, which is up. The channel is up, but we don't have content posted yet. So stay tuned. Yes,
0: we're excited and Donk Tea podcast it's on um yeah like she said Spotify Apple and also Instagram we haven't posted anything on there but um yeah just Donk Tea <laughs> I know Donk tea. The name is <laughs> the name is probably confusing if you haven't watched the intro and don't know what it means
1: yeah watch the intro or listen to the intro so you can know why it's called Donk Tea but yeah <laughs> But yeah, okay, well,
0: we hope you enjoyed listening, whatever you're doing, and we hope you have a wonderful day, morning, night, wherever you are, wherever you are, Um, but yeah, hopefully your sex is going good, and if you aren't having sex, then hopefully your life's just going good, (laughs) (laughs) period.